Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we discuss last night's opening game. We give you our fantasy MVPs for the 2019 season and some starts and sits. Starting now on the Back Row Fantasy Show. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker and Aaron Arms. We're back. It's Bark, and uh, my left is Arms. Good morning. And to my right is Brian. No, it's not. It's Neil. <laughs> Neil's to my right. Good evening. And to the front of me, the sweet, sweet front is Hux. Hey, what's up, guys? Wearing a Buffalo Bills shirt. Yes, sir. Boo. Neil's got on a Clemson slash Patriots hybrid shirt that he made at the bandwagon store. <laughs> Facebook special. Yeah. They invade my privacy and then sell me things. I have a... Uh, Royal Rumble 2019 champion shirt one. Which he obviously didn't deserve. He, well, he obviously saw, saw it off somebody. Well, I don't know who won the uh, Royal Rumble <laughs> this year. It's actually a basketball tournament, which I didn't you play, can't play in. <laughs> I don't play basketball. My nephew played. He won. He's like, you want this shirt? I'm like, Psh. anything I can turn into a cutoff. Hell yeah. Psh. Psh. I love I love Ed Bassmaster so much. Okay. Psh. The psh thing. Psh. He's walking around the sweater. I'm following. Uh, Are you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry, there's something more important like a text message. Let's talk about football. (laughs) There we go. That's what it is. So thanks for joining us yet again on the Backroom Fantasy Show. We're going to dive right into last night's game after we do a few minutes of our normal banter. And we got MVPs for you and starts and sits as if you didn't hear it before the music started. But I just want to make sure. Yeah, they just get through sure the first two here. minutes just uh, just to not hear you do the intro every time. Yeah, they're like, give me some of that arms talk for 30 minutes straight. Where's that arms talk? I should just... I'll be honest with you. I, that's all I listen to it for. I should just <laughs> record you talking and put it in my Sounders board and just be like, no show tonight, guys. All I got to do is this. Push the button. Well, uh, I do think Alvin Kamara is going... Uh, Alvin, and Alvin and uh, Alvin and uh, Alvin Kamara... I haven't talked about Alvin Kamara in probably six months. I know, but give me this. Just give it to me. Give me this it's not. Moment. It's not a relevant statement. Give me this uh, moment. Although, moment I will tell you... Like a couple things about... Uh, not last night's game, but the commercials during last night's game were beautiful. The Baker Mayfield, as though he couldn't be more relatable... The uh, breaker box, him flipping all the switches in the breaker box, trying to get the blender working for his girlfriend. Did it, either, any of you guys see that? Negative. Oh my god, it was it was great. So she's up in the press box with it. with a um, a blender, and Baker's you know at the giant breaker box for the stadium flipping that one. She yells down no and just repeats for like twenty. And so he just starts flipping handfuls of breaker. He's like, I give up. Just turns around and walks away, which is what every man who's ever done electrical work in his house does. And he's like, I don't know who labeled this. Uh, you got apparently all don't ever do your own electrical work, do you? No. 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 Okay. Never mind. Um, some of the guys who listen to show may relate to that. It's, it's funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you guys don't get it. Well, be My fair, God! Oh, it's not that. It's just <laughs> waiting our turn to talk is all. And the thing is, most millennials don't do their own work anymore, okay? They pay others to do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah Fiverr. That's what Fiverr's for. Like, yeah. it's a smart, smart thing to do. Elect- or if you know how to Patricia. do it. I don't want the headache. I got to spend the money. 
Dude, it's like wiring yeah. up ceiling fan's cake. Can't take money. With, well, yeah, that's easy, but can't take the <laughs> money the with you. That's the electrical work I'm talking about. Oh, my bad. Not rewiring a damn house. Okay. Calm down. Then the other one was uh, whenever Alvin Kamara's, you know, coming there in to is. watch the uh, the game with his fantasy owner. Alvin Kamara. <laughs> and the guy's like, hey, man, uh, not not this year. You're, you're on another team. And he just, he walks out all sad like. I'm like, dude, that's the reason Kamara's never coming off the Copper Beards. I can't do that to him. By the way, Copper Beards is arm sustained. <laughs> in the league of record, yes. In the league of record. If you'd like to tell him all about it. Mm-mm. No? Nope. Championship contender this year. Mm-hmm. Made made enough moves to get it done. I would like to talk about the Listener League, but you know what? I just don't know if there's going to be time. I'll try to sneak it in there at some point. We'll see how this goes, but let's uh let's dive in. Last night's game, I told everybody, you know, because everybody listens to me, obviously, when I do get a talk, I'll cut that out. It's too much fun. Hux has got this thing it going. It is fun. I, I love it. Hux has got this thing going where ARMS apparently never stops talking and we don't realize it because we're, I mean, we've got phones and devices in front of us to keep us busy during the show, but... Last night's game, Thursday night, no good games happen on Thursday night. It's very rare that a good game happens on Thursday night. I wouldn't read too much into it. The only thing that someone brought up was, you know, would you would you not read too much into the lack of Geronimo Allison? And to that I say, I don't have any shares for a reason. Wasn't really high on Allison going into the season because I think MVS he was is your, the He was your guy receiver. going into 18, though. Absolutely, and for good reason. He showed that he could get it done, then he got hurt. Marquez Valdez, Scantling enters the fold. Scantling is a more tantalizing pro, uh, prospect. I, I just think Marquez Valdez, Scantling is a better weapon for Green Bay than Geronimo Allison. Geronimo Allison's a solid receiver. I just don't know if he's going to get a lot of run as the third. I know he's the slot guy, but... I just don't know. I, I can't trust him like I trust MVS. What I will say, uh, kind of in relation to that, and this it's, it speaks more to what Neil was saying pre-show, like double and triple team in Devontae. Mm-hmm. MVS looked like the best receiver on the field last night. Because of Devontae. Because he was open. Yeah. I mean, right. he, he was able to beat coverage. I mean, obviously, when you devote that much attention to a stud like Devontae, it's going to happen. But um, Valdez Scantling, I mean, uh, even as Aaron Rodgers put it, uh, He's fast, but he didn't know what he's doing. This year, he knows what he's doing. He looks smooth. He looks fast. He looks like a hell of a wide receiver, honestly. Um, this is the the that compliment to Devontae Adams, that number two receiver that everyone's been looking for in Green Bay to be consistent. I think it's MVS. He's the perfect guy to have as your number four or five. Perfect guy to have. Well, yeah, maybe like at the number five. Like His own yesterday was 47 yards on, on four catches. So what's that really saying? Anyway, fifty-two yards total. It's like he, he didn't blow up the board. Okay, it was against the Bears. I understand that, but still, like, people were all up in arms. He's had fifty-two total yards and one catch as a, a, a long one. Besides yeah. that, he didn't really do much of anything. But it's game one on a Thursday night with a rusty Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers hasn't played a snap all preseason. You 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 will not convince me that as the season goes on, Valdez Scantling has bigger games than that. Most of the well, time. yeah, he, he's obviously the number two, and I'm not debating that, but but Hayton, and he, and he looked at, at the end of last year, too. Well, that, that's true. I'm just I'm talking about last night, which is what we started true. on. He didn't exactly blow up the board, he no, had, he had a one, he had the one long catch on you know, and then 52 yards of four receptions. That was called a flash I against mean, a team like Miami. You double those numbers. I mean, we're talking about a ten to three ball game here. Nobody yeah. did anything, right? Yeah, and there, and there's good players on the field. David Montgomery not worried. Rogers not worried. Uh, Trubisky a little bit worried. 
Uh, Allen Robinson uh, might make me eat some crow. I've never been an Allen Robinson fan, but they peppered him. He he played well. He made some spectacular catches. He should have had more yards yesterday. Yeah, but how many targets yeah. did Allen Robinson get yesterday? Well, if, if, 13, 13 targets. Probably. I mean, he's the go-to. I mean, there's it's hard to argue right now. I, I get that, but I feel like as Dave Montgomery evolves into this offense, it's going to— What, uh, Allen Robinson gets nine targets a game? <laughs> Yeah. Well, just take if he cut. I'll take it. But if, you, if you're only catching half of them. Well, six of the targets are obviously probably overthrown or thrown behind him. So. It, well, listen, Trubisky threw 45 times. That should never happen. So <laughs> No, it should. I mean. That's not the style of player he is for one. No, and it's just not the style of the, of the Bears offense they need to. It's not what they need to do. It's yeah. like it's not like they were behind 40 points. I had to sling it every time right. either. No. But it was a dud of a game. The biggest takeaway for me was Green Bay's defense might be good. I can't remember the last time Green Bay's defense was good. See, it, it looked good. The Bears looked good, too. They had Gilbert I, Brown at one point. I don't know <laughs> if Green Bay's defense is as good as Mitch Trubisky looked bad last night. That, that's, it's a that's mixture a of both. But, fair but statement. I will say that, I mean, the Bears bowed their neck, and there was nothing doing on the ground. I mean, 46, uh, or excuse me, 47 total yards on rushing for uh, Green Bay. And we're talking about Aaron uh, Aaron Jones, who had five and a half yards of carry last year. Right. I, I still don't believe in Aaron Jones. I wasn't a fan going into the season. And uh, Nate Hamilton of Fantasy Tilt said it really well. The running back usage was just so wrong. It was so wrong. Like, none of the – Green Bay should have gave it to Aaron Jones more. Chicago should have gave it to David Montgomery more. I don't, I don't know what the deal was with all the passing, considering it's a 10-3 to 3 game most of the game like yeah, right why, like you said they're not behind 40 points why not yeah. establish yourself and move the move down the field four and five yards at a time it was just it was just a rusty garbage game i will tell you out of just seeing the the running backs like david montgomery needs 80 percent of the carries in chicago well 100 and i mean i mike davis didn't look awful but montgomery did look like he had a lot better vision he's you know got better moves and um you know, a little more smooth yeah. with the ball. And Mike Davis should do what Mike Davis should do, and that's spell him. Yep. And they actually, I actually love the way they used Tariq Cohen. Like they used yeah, him. Like yeah, yeah. Well, he had what, eight catches. Yeah. Yeah. Spells I mean, bad news for Anthony Miller, unfortunately, but Tariq Cohen, probably their best chain moving wide receiver. So, I mean, I don't, I agree, I agree Montgomery's the better running back. I don't think he'll see that 80% carry mark this year. I think probably, probably more like a 60, 65, 35. Yeah, you're probably right on that. I just feel like he he deserves it. I think, I mean, he, I think he eventually that it, much might, it, might, it might not be till next year, barring injury. Yeah. I don't, and, and I'm not sure. I don't like Davis you, plays for his team next year. And I'm, yeah, same. And I'm, and I'm not sure if you should use David Montgomery as a passing back or not. I'm sure he's pretty solid. He had a 27-yard catch yesterday. looked pretty good. Uh, they but Drake Cohen is... They talk real high about him. Like he's the one of the best receivers on the entire team. I'm sure he is. Probably right behind Tariq Cohen. Probably, uh, so probably I mean, right on that. I, I mean, if you split both of those guys back behind the quarterback and just play that game, where they don't know if Montgomery's getting the carry, Tariq's getting the carry. I mean, they can probably figure out Tariq's not getting the carry. But one of, the, but both of those guys could, you know, a little screen. They could each go each way. It it could be dangerous if Matt Nagy Nagy whatever if he just does it right. I will also say about Mike Davis, like he looked pretty proficient in pass protection, which is going to keep him a role in that offense. Well, yeah, I, I mean that's that's the name of the NFL is backs by committee. You 
you got your electric guy, you got your pass blocking guy, and you got your grinder. I mean, the Bears are in a good situation if they can just figure it out. Not for fantasy. Oh, other than Drew Cohen. I mean, you've been you're right on that. I I, I eating crow when I've never liked him, but my God, eight receptions. Anybody here have shares of Cohen? I sold my only share for no, Matt. Barretta. Never have. I have one share. I have zero. I, I traded him for Matt Bereda pretty much straight up. There's a couple other players involved, but I, I kind of believe in Bereda. I know he may not stay healthy, but... <laughs> Process of elimination there, so... <laughs> well, yeah, Jared McKinnon, <laughs> but he's looked clearly better than Tevin Coleman, so we'll we'll see. I look but, better than Coleman. <laughs> I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I agree with Barker. All right, so any other thoughts on the game before we move right along? I mean, what will these teams look like mid-season? Aaron Rodgers is going to do Aaron Rodgers things. Hucks? Um, I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, it, I I think Aaron Rodgers will be fine. Water's I think wet. Aaron Jones will be fine, but he's not going to be a you know a 1500 yard back at any point. Aaron Rodgers still insanely overdrafted. I mean, he's yes. Does he deserve to be a top five quarterback off the board? No doubt about it. But man. This is what we say whenever we say let your quarterbacks fall to you, because Rodgers isn't going to be. The, it's not, he's not going to gap, you know, seventh, eighth, ninth place at quarterback. I did read something about um, said something about Rodgers and Lafleur had Rodgers wasn't liking some of the play calling. Oh yeah, I saw plenty of those notes so, over the past few months. It'll be interesting to see, you know, new head coach in there, how they get along as the season progresses. I mean, winning solves everything so i mean if rogers is happy with the way yesterday went and lafleur is happy with the way things went it it it, the relationship could become good much like ab and the raiders (laughs) it it could just all right we forgot we didn't even talk about that pre-show well that's where we're transitioning so uh mike mayock is a cracker uh antonio Uh brown has the support of his teammates and i just don't know what to think of it I, Antonio Brown, I think, has some CTE issues. I'll start uh, I was, with that. I, was, I 100% agree with you. There's something not right with him right now. He went from being a very uh, – maybe he was very verbal in the locker room, but I never heard about him having this diva you know, thought process no, over the last was, couple of years. He was he was like a stand-up, hard-working, like class-wide receiver. Andre Johnson type, you know, the Julio J- uh, Jones just kind of did his thing and, yeah. and was respectful about it. Now he's like a whiny little – B. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, like, you know, the news world is like, man, there is no worse personality at wide receiver than Tyree Kill. And Antonio Brown's like, hold my beer. The funny part about the story is is uh, is that Burfecht held him back during the Mayock situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. it, it all comes full circle considering Burfecht is probably the reason this is all happening in the first place. Right. <laughs> 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 to broke his head. Burfecht's in his ear like, dude, your, your helmet is just not going to work this year. <laughs> hey, bro, don't you think that Mike Mayock is... A saltine. <laughs> Antonio Brown's like, man, Mr. Big Chest thinks you're right. Mr. Big Chest, Mr. Big Chest agrees with that. And then Mr. Big Chest goes at him. Uh, and then he apologizes. He's like, wait, if they cut me, how much money do I lose? Yeah. I am so sorry. Yeah, I, yeah and that's definitely I spoke out of turn. Oh, but in the interviews, it's not about the money. It is not about the money. Mr. Big Chest has enough money. He's already balling. Okay. But here's what here's what really gets me. So not only did we have Mike Mayock trending, and it wasn't even ap- the end of April, we have Antonio Brown trending, <clears throat> and Riley Cooper. Somehow this whole situation 
has Riley Cooper trending when that dude should have his Twitter tag, his verification tag yanked and never be talked about again, yet Riley Cooper is trending because of all this. Why? Because of the word cracker. Really? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, it's... It's a sore just in the same way. Oh, no, I get it. But it's one of those things like, well, if Riley said this and we forgave him, did we forgive him? I don't recall forgiving him. Like, I still look at him as a, uh, a human waste. So, I, but, but see, I don't know. I don't think that way of Antonio Brown for calling Mike Mayock what he did. I, I think it was wrong and it was super crappy, but I think that dude's got some head injuries. Riley Cooper wasn't ever relevant enough to get enough hits to the head to, hey, he to blame CTE. He at least got set out time, didn't he? Huh? Cooper got um, he got sat down, didn't he? For the, for the remarks. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, John Gruden's like, "No, nah, man, we're not any good without Antonio Brown. Let's play him. I just win, baby. I'll give him credit, Antonio Brown, for apologizing. If you can keep it straight and narrow from here, it'll be overlooked. Uh, one more mistake. I don't think it can be overlooked. Speaking of too much of an offseason. Speaking of mistakes, good transition here. Sorry for jumping back and forth in this. Uh, but uh, Josh Gordon, judge me from what I do from here on out, not my past mistakes. Sounds I never, like I never have really judged Josh Gordon. He just likes to get high and play football. No, I, I, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that either. Um, ex- except for man, it, like you're making millions of dollars and you have you know a few rules to live by. Oh yeah, stop it's, doing it, that. It's his own fault. Like I, I to- he totally deserves the blame. But I'm not looking at him like Lance Phillips running people over. Like it's smoked a little weed. Yeah, I guess my thought I mean, on it is okay. You know, do, do you think he's recommitted to the game? Do you think we have a chance to see a top tier version of Josh Gordon? Not on the Patriots. I I think so. I don't think so on the Patriots. Too much spread the wealth. I mean, Gordon's going to be your six catches for eighty yards on the average, which is great. I mean, I think it's great. I don't think he's a wide receiver one or two for that matter. I think he's a high I mean, upside. If he's a thousand yards, and six six catches, eighty yards. Yeah, that's terrible. Right? Throw in, <laughs> throw in probably 10, 10 touchdowns. No, yeah, it's wide receiver two all day at I, least. I, I don't think the touchdowns are there for him. I think he is just merely going to be a chain mover for that offense. Like I, he might catch four or five. He's touchdowns. probably their best red zone guy. He might be, but I, I just I've not seen it for so long that I'm not buying it yet. I'm yeah. saying his high the potential is there. I'm I mean, saying I'm saying the high end for Gordon is six and eighty average a game, which is good yardage yeah. wise. But it's not when we talk about Josh Gordon, we expect fourteen hundred yards, twelve touchdowns on eighty receptions. And I don't really, you know, maybe the yards and catches, but I, I don't think he's going to follow it up with the touchdowns. I see him as like Tyler Lockett level fantasy wise, and you know how I feel about Lockett. Yeah, you're in love with him. We get it. I hate him and he stinks. I like Tyler Lockett. Well, you would. You would. You're a, Bill, you're a Bills fan. You're probably all about Cole Beasley, too. He likes anybody that hey, produces. I think, I think he's going to fit well no. in that offense. <laughs> I uh, stand corrected. Point Barker. So, uh, to, are we done with the news? You want to get back on the game real quick? Let's go ahead. All right. How good is Roquan Smith? Oh, that game. Uh, Roquan's going to be good. <laughs> Just fine, but I don't know if yesterday was a testament to it. Um, he looked like he just knew exactly what was going to happen for the first five, five plays of the game. Well, he's seen a lot of the field that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, granted, there's a lot of guys that, you know, had five, six tackles on the Bears defense, but I mean, Roquan, like, 
to be in the backfield, you know, so quick, so frequently. Like he looked, he. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm pretty confident in him finishing as a top three linebacker this year. What about Leonard Floyd breakout? I mean, is he going to be a double digit sack guy from here on out? Two, I've, two sacks yesterday. Yes, I think he can be a double digit sack guy. It's just, uh, I, I believe his designation still outside linebacker. So unfortunately, right, right. his value is near zero. But if he's giving you. One to two sacks a game as a bye week guy, like most people probably aren't even rostering Leonard Floyd. I would venture to say he's on the uh, the waiver wire for well, almost to be, every. To be fair, even like Clay Matthews got this. Yeah, Clay Matthews got those sacks too, but he's never worn it at the spot. So true. Well, the Bears had five sacks last night. Quite a few. I think five. the Packers had and, quite a few as well. And Mac didn't have any. Five right? and five. That's pretty pretty good. No sacks for Mac, and they said five. That's. No, Max are good. coming, I'm sure. But No, I know. I'm just saying that's a good sign for that defense. Oh, yeah. pressure the, on the quarterback. I think that they can do it without Mac being yeah. the guy. And I the, think even uh, Eddie Jackson had a pressure or two. Um, I know he didn't Not have a sack. Not a sack, a pressure. They had some QB pressures. And the the Smiths, uh, Preston and Zedarius for, uh, for Green Preston Bay. Smith, yeah. who I predicted lead to the Packers and Sacks this year. Both Started of them. with the sack and a half. Both of them looked pretty solid last night, so. Um, Packers defense, I don't know if it's good or Mitchell Trubisky is just that bad, but we shall see. Let's, uh, let's move it on to MVPs. Okay. Let's make this a very seamless show that I'll interrupt occasionally with hilarious banter. Okay. <laughs> Arms, since you talk so damn much, Neil, let's uh, <laughs> go ahead. I'll I'll, wait, I'll, wait, I'll go with Neil. Neil, give give me a fantasy MVP. I don't care about position. I just want to hear one of your fantasy MVPs. This week, I think Bib. Uh, I think ah, Bib, season long. Season long. Oh, season is okay. Season long. Season long. A fantasy MVP. You got this guy on your roster. Your chances of a fantasy title are very good. I'm going with Evan Ingram on that one. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like, oh, I, li- I like what you're I, – I like this. Go ahead. Keep going. Um, this the sheer fact he's going to be seeing a good portion of the target share there, especially in the first few weeks while um, – yeah. Golden Tate. Yeah, Golden Tate's out. And they've said that Evan Ingram's going to be a huge part of the offense. We don't read too much into those blurbs, but right. I, believe, I believe it. And he's coming it. off the board as tied in between 5 and 10. Which is crazy to me. But, yeah, he's going to see a huge target share. Barring injury, he's going to be up there. And having him other outside of what, Kelsey? That barring injury part is why he's going 5 to 10. Right. But he yeah. stays healthy. I'd be, I'd be 100% happy to have him on my championship squad. I agree 100%. I mean, I'll take, you know, outside of Kelsey and Kittle, yes. Right. I still take Ingram well, yeah. up Kittle. But the price no. you got to pay, the price you're getting Evan Ingram at and him being a fantasy difference maker for you, I, I absolutely I mean, love, three to love five that. rounds later. Yeah. I that's, mean, what, that's, that's my whole point. His upside is that of those two guys. <laughs> I agree. So, love that. It's like later on when, when like my quarterback, yeah, he's obviously not the, the top one, but you're going to get him like five rounds later possibly. So, yep. Just glad to have just glad to have some Neil back in the house after that one. I was skeptic. I was like, God dang it, man. Neil's coming. <laughs> Same. Now feel, that now SOB. I, now I feel better. That that heavy metal listening son of a bitch. Yep. You know what? It's still a family show, but they say bitch on network please, TV, please, so please I'm quit, okay saying it. Please, please quit cursing. football. Hux, give me give me an MVP. Any position? Any position. Um, I'll go with my wide receiver MVP, Kenny Galladay. Kenny oh, man. G? I love that too. 
I just I didn't, I mean, think, I didn't think Lambert was here today. <laughs> I have Gull, I, I own Galladay in our league of record now, so Lambert Lambert's been trying to get him back. Not often. Just he drops a little hit on occasion. Hey, he's, what are you doing, Galladay? He sticks the tip in on a, tr- a little trade offer, a little trade dabbling. <laughs> so so Galladay, you, you think that the Detroit Lions still pass enough to be relevant as far as fantasy goes, and Kenny Galladay is the main recipient. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I could see, you know, ninety catches, twelve hundred yards. I mean, and where he where he's drafted at, almost the same with like Ingram. You know, where he's drafted at. Yeah, I slightly think behind is. Tyler Lockett and Calvin Ridley. Right. I mean, yeah. you can get so, Galladay. I mean, what fifth round? Fifth, I mean, yeah. fifth round. Fifth, I believe. Sixth round. Probably yeah, fifth round. So I, I mean, and he can produce with them guys that are up there. I think he can. I think he could have Mike Evans numbers. I I agree with you. I mean. Wide receiver nineteen, according to Fantasy Pros ADP. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we're going to find out this week because they're playing the Cardinals. So if he doesn't blow oh, it up yeah. this week, you know who he it is, right? <laughs> you can get him behind the names of Tyler Lockett, Edelman, Robert Woods, uh, Amari Cooper. I, I mean, I think that's I, I. I think he. I think the spot that he's in is somewhat correct because he hasn't had a massive season yeah. yet. But I agree with Hux. This is this is the massive season. I think thank for this the same as him. I think Carrion's got the same impact in those. It'll get back to you, Neil. Calm down. I'm not gonna mention him later. I'm done running back. Neil, 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 Neil. oh Neil, crab arms over here. (laughs) Arms, who you got? Give me an MVP. Darius Geis. Oh Lord, this is the first one. I'm not sure. Running back number twenty eight. Okay. On the okay. team? Okay. No. With he, the 45 running backs we've spoken about four or five times <laughs> no, no. now? He's, he's running back 28 coming off the board. He's got the starting nod. Uh, the, obviously, the question marks his health. But there was a lot of people that like Darius Geist almost, I mean, right there with Saquon Barkley coming out last year. I know that Saquon did what Saquon did, and he's obviously instant superstar. But if Geist is 90% of that, that is a great running back, and to get him as ninety percent, to get him as literally that's that's running back three territory. Don't believe he's going to be ninety percent of Saquon. I believe I by think, any means. I think Darius Geis is going to be matchup proof this year. I mean, I, I love Geis, but watch. the whole, the whole team Just is like, watch. Who do I have to worry about? The stable of thirty running backs or Case Keenum? I'm pretty sure they're going to worry about the stable running backs they have there. Yeah, they're they're going to. I mean, they're. Wide receivers, uh, you can say what you want about Terry McLaurin. Still, all ifs. Teams are going to be able to stack the box. I, I they just, are so confident in Geist that they're thinking about. They said that Peterson might even be a yeah, healthy that, scratch this week. Yeah, I don't understand so. that at all. Who's going to be? What's it, well, you just going to activate Thompson. Thompson? And I mean, typically teams have three backs active on game day. They're going to get pieced up so bad this weekend. <laughs> They don't have Samaj P. Ryan there to leach goal line. No, big big time bingle. Joe Mixon goes down. Watch out. <laughs> but but really, guy. I mean, you you've got to be a dual threat offense. And I think right now, at least until Haskins gets in, it's not a dual threat offense. I I think guys will be good yards after contact, breaking tackles. I think he'll have a fine season. But I I don't think it'll be ninety percent of Saquon. Here here's my thought. The Washington Redskins right now are better than the Giants were last year. I don't know about that. I don't either. I do. I, I'm very confident in that. As I, a, a I, team I, as a whole, guarantee it. Confidence is key. I will take the, the shamble of a man, Eli Manning, over Case Keenum. Absolutely. And I will take Saquon over that. And I'll take the paper offensive line, too. I honestly think Eli could surprise a oh, yeah. this year. 
Never know. Hey, well, with the sometimes, I traded a third for him just to get a backup quarterback. Sometimes the pressure of a top rookie draft pick will it, it can make things happen. It got Brett Favre's pants lit up. Absolutely. I was going to say who there's his somebody fair, got his Wranglers burning. <laughs> got, got his Wranglers on fire. I was, I was, there's somebody else in fairly recent history that took off because of, well, I mean, even Drew Brees. Whenever Philip Rivers came, that's whenever he really lit it up. Yeah, established himself as a star. So. I'll give you I'll give you my first one now. Now mine's on the higher end of the spectrum than what all three of you have said. This is this is still a first round pick, back end of round one. But I honestly think if you missed out on Hopkins and Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, if he plays, that's a storyline we didn't talk about. He's threatening to not play Week One if he don't get an extension. I think he just seen he's seeing everybody get the money, and he's like, Where, "Where's my money?" But Juju, Juju hate, is a league MVP I this hate year. You. I know you were going to go with him. You still can, but uh, Juju. I think if you have Juju on your team, if you nailed him in the back end of round one, and then turned around and grabbed another guy that's on our MVP list, you're in really good shape. I, I love Juju this year. I'm okay with passing on the top three or four wide receivers if I can get Juju. I, I honestly, God, since we've got the same guy at wide receiver, you, you've been saying it for for we have Juju. I have it right down right here. Juju, also, I sincerely so. think that he's going to be the number one fantasy wide receiver this year. Like I don't know if he's going to lead every category, but as a whole, I think he's going to be the top overall fantasy receiver in PPR. Which, if you're not playing PPR, where are you playing fantasy? <laughs> so love it. Uh, anyone got a quarterback to like talk about? Oh, we've we've got him. Let's move oh, yeah. on. Let's move on to Neil before arms get started. Okay. God, I can't quit. I just can't stop. Hux Hux's addition to the back row has just get oh, arms is getting mad. Okay, Neil, go ahead. Okay, my running back is Chris Carson, the most disrespected man in the league. Oh God, I don't agree with that. Dude, at all. He, I mean, Dude, he could lose half of his carries. At any Out of point. what? 40 carries a game? He can afford to give up Valid a point. <laughs> Valid point. And they did the same thing with Mike Davis last year. Dude has done nothing but put up his, um, numbers and results, and he, people are still just, just spitting on his name. I, don't, I really don't get it. <laughs> what does the man have to do? Freaking trash bag spitting on his name. And he's like the you know, late teens to early 20s spot in the ADP and running backs, and I'm like, that's, that's crazy to uh, me. Well, I kind of agree with that, but the, the caveat is, I know that he's looked better, but once the pads go on and the games start, I still think Rashad Penny is the superior talent. But why are you writing off something that's already produced instead of a what if? Because, I've, that. because I've seen it happen before. Well, We've seen guys Doug produce, Martin had produced, and they wrote him off and cut his ass. <laughs> Gus, Gus Edwards. Gus the Gummy Gator Edwards. I mean, there, there are guys that come out of nowhere and produce. Chris Carson is one of those guys. He's one of those you know, did not get drafted high because they didn't see the talent. Apparently, he's a hard worker. I'll give him that. And I think he's a good running back. I think the Seahawks are doing the right thing by hopefully following the plan of last year and becoming the most run-heavy team in the league. Give it to Carson and Penny plenty. But I think if I think halfway through the season, we could say we could see Penny take sixty percent to Carson's. 35. That's, that's, so that's he's very comfortable with the 18 carries Carson still gets. I mean, I have, both, yeah. I have them both on my, you know, in our home league, so I'm not too worried regardless. Of, but still, it's like he's done nothing to produce, and people are still just like just okay. writing him off. Okay. That's my main gripe there. Let me remind you, this is this is fantasy MVPs. Is Chris Carson going to put up 
over a thousand yards, double digit touchdowns, and some receptions. Easily. Mark it down. I'm thinking like So he's gonna match his career year. Yeah. With an emergency shot penny. Hey, we can't agree what on everything. What has he done so far, Arms? What has Penny done besides speculation? Uh, towards the end, towards the back end of the season, Rashad Penny looked great. Yes, he looked great. And they've got—I know you don't like to hear this, but draft capital. They have—they spent the freaking first rounder on him. They want—that's want, yeah, why they want, see play. Yeah, they want to give him the shot to be the man. That'll be the big. That'll be the most true timeshare in the league is those two guys. And I and I just. I understand it's a value either way. If I had them both on my team, I saw you make the comment. I'll start them both. Yeah, I have I, them both. I absolutely so. would start them both, but I don't know if it's fantasy MVP. Hux, fantasy MVP, who you got? Man, you really punted running back if you're starting both those guys. Sorry. I think, Since we're I on think running back, I'd be okay starting them both if I had a stacked lineup elsewhere. Can I talk? Am I good to go? Arms? Arms? Can you talk? <laughs> Arms? I'm good. holding up the quiet sign, guys. Okay. Okay. Um, and this That's is gracious just, of him. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry, Hux. My running back MVP is Dalvin Cook, and obviously this is just based on him staying healthy. But where's the Hux? I must be the wrong one button. Where's that? Just at? use mine. No, no. Keep going. I home. mean, the the new offense coordinator they got Stefanski. Almost the, the wrong of, one. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I tried to uh, base it up for you guys. With the you know they they brought Kubiak in also, so they got that zone scheme. I think Dalvin fits that really well. They're going to be just—he's going to be more of a focal point. They're going to be more of a run-first team. Is what they want to do, anyways. And I could see him with fifty catches, over a thousand yards. And I—I I mean, I just—I would like to see this guy get sixteen games in. I think so with the Vikings. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, but I mean, a sixteen-game season. I think he's a fantasy MVP. Plus, the Vikings don't want Kirk Cousins swinging into that much either anymore. I like Dalvin to be honest. If he if he stays on the field, I, I think you could be right. But I I have my reservations. And it's not I mean, and it's not for two at the Hilton. I just I have my reservations. I mean you should. The guy can't stay healthy. Speaking of uh Kirk Cousins, he's my quarterback fantasy MVP. Don't like that at all. But he's court worst one so far. Since he's been a starter, he's never dropped out of the top ten. At least at least Hux picked the Ford State guy, which made sense for him. So you're gonna you're gonna say that Kirk Cousins is a league winner. I'm saying he's quarterback 18 off the board. A league winner? That means people are picking their backups before you can get Kirk Cousins. There's a lot of quarterbacks that could be. I don't know. Okay, if I can, at the 15th, 18th round, get Kirk Cousins and get top 10 production, I'm ecstatic. Other than last year, MVP. Yeah, but other than last year, if I'm not mistaken, he was always generally around top six. The guy's an absolute stud. He gets no respect. Everyone thinks that they're going to have, you know, oh, the Vikings want to run first. Okay, you still have Adam Thielen and you still have Stephon Diggs. You're just going to let those guys go out out there and waste away nothing. No, they're going to sling the damn football like they always have. Everything, everywhere Kirk Cousins go, they sling the football. He's got the best receivers he's ever had. That's why they fired their offensive coordinator last year, DeFilippo, is because they was passing too much. And I love I love Kirk Cousins too. I'm one of his biggest you know fanboys, but they got Cook back. So I think the numbers will not concerned about that. But you're still also predicting 50 catches for Kirk or for uh, Cook. Oh, I mean, he's going to have a good year. Oh, yeah, he's going to have a good year. I just don't know about MVP. He's going to be top 10, and you're getting him around quarterback 18. That's well, why, there's there's going to be a lot of guys in the top 10 that you're getting around. That's yeah. what I'm going 18. for. It's all about relevance, what, where you can get these guys at. There's going to be 10 like, quarterbacks in the yeah. top 10, Barker. <laughs> 10, nine of them after <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Half of those are going to be 
picked 15th or after. Or, n- no. No. And how yeah. come you no, don't the quarterback? Pa- We're Patrick on running Mahomes, <laughs> Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Baker Mayfield, uh, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees. At that point, you only have three more names to go. There, there are guys that are there. In uh, the- add, throw Russell Wilson back in there. you got two more names to go. Give me the other half of the guys that are going to be picked after quarterback 15. In the offense, Jameis Winston has a chance. Oh, yeah. In okay, the has offense. Has a chance. With, with the running ability, Lamar Jackson has a chance. You can't count Tom Brady out. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has a chance. Derek Carr, honestly, I think he has a chance. Matthew Stafford sucks. could resurge and have a chance. Jacoby Brissett, yes, I said it, could have a chance. There are guys in there that could move up the board from where they're getting taken and have really good seasons. I just... I just think there are better picks that but you could have But has any of them done it with the consistency that Kirk Cousins has? I'm done talking about no. Kirk Cousins. You can keep <laughs> talking about him. I'm just going to – I'm out on this one. Anyhow, someone else go. You name my guy, actually, Baker Mayfield. Kirk Cousins? No. Baker Mayfield. Now, now the reason I say Baker Mayfield is because we, we had talked, you and I specifically, Arms, that Baker Mayfield was, what, a fifth-round – Fifth round selection, something like that. But we thought that because of the hype of the Browns, that he we would start seeing him go in the third round. Yep, you know something like that. I've not seen it. I've participated in quite a few drafts lately because of these damn listener leagues that I started, which will be fun. But damn it, damn it. His ADP is fit according to uh, my fantasy leagues fifty three and a half, fifty three point three two. And I think that's a steal. I think this is a guy that. Could challenge Mahomes for one. I think you're on drugs. I, I think he. I could. think he'll be in the top five, but Listen, I don't think he challenges for one. Twenty six touchdowns as a rookie. You bring in Odell Beckham Jr. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying he. Okay, I'll tell, take my tell, odds on Kirk Cousins being a top five quarterback versus um, Baker Mayfield being top two. Okay, let me go in this direction. Baker Mayfield. Do you think he has a chance to unseat uh, Deshaun Watson as the two? Maybe, but I'm not confident in it. Does he have a chance to be better than Aaron Rodgers this year? I'm not confident in it. But these are guys who have done it. I get that, but Patrick Mahomes is not not a veteran in the league. uh, But yet we we saw an amazing – okay, Patrick Mahomes sat for a year, comes in year two and lights the world on fire. Baker didn't even sit for a year. Baker came in and lit the world on fire, not to the degree of Patrick Mahomes – but year two, you you can't deny. I mean, nobody's, I, nobody's I, ever done what Patrick Mahomes has done. A leap for Baker is possible. I think the two best long term quarterbacks in the league are Mahomes and Baker Mayfield. I, I love Baker. <clears throat> uh, don't get me wrong. It's just to the where, where you got me was the challenge of Mahomes for one. I think it's possible. I guess with the built-in regression that you know that I've shared about you know fifteen-ish, waiting for you down, to talk about that fifteen-ish down every time someone break you know breaks forty-five, uh, other than My Drew bad. Brees at one time, but I mean, could I see Baker getting around forty? Yeah, I could, I could. And you and you see Baker getting around or Patrick getting around forty-two, right? In the range. Hmm, okay, Neil, who you got? I'm angry right now, but still, you're what? Angry. Angry about I what? Understand. But my quarterback is going to be this value picked, and I'd be happy to have him all year long. This Big Ben. Yeah, I don't uh, disagree with that. 
Yeah, I think I think the numbers gonna be there. He's gonna keep chugging along. Most likely, we'll get a week one win against the Pats. Also, correct me if I'm wrong. He led the league in passing yards last year, didn't he? I believe yeah, first I be- or second. Yeah, I believe he led it in passing yards, uh, but obviously not touchdowns. I won't keep talking over, but you bringing up Ben, it says on Fantasy Pros he's QB eleven ADP wise. I've been seeing him available in almost the back third. And it's crazy to me. Uh, like the ADP on him. It, it I think it's simply because of age. Yeah, that, that age. Is, say, if you're drafting Dynasty, that makes a little more sense. It does, but I mean, if you're drafting Dynasty and you grab a, a young guy like Carson Wentz halfway through the draft and follow it up by a Ben Roethlisberger is really good insurance later on that you're going to win a title. I, I like the pick. Yeah, I'm going to start him, jam him in because he's tough as nails. He's not going. He's uh, barring like him getting hit by a truck. He's going to start all games. Dude is the slowest, hard to sack guy <laughs> in the league. Yep. He runs like a five and a half forty, but by God, his movement in that you know four by four tackle box is just insane. Didn't the dude like wreck a motorcycle and dive through a uh, street sign and just? He's still playing football. He doesn't care. Just dusted it off. He just don't care. I mean, he's basically like a T2 from Terminator. He just, the molten metal of Ben Roethlisberger melds the, back together. He's uh, Bruce Willis from Unbreakable. I Man, I used to hate the oh, guy, but okay. all, you, all you can do is respect him from now, from here on out. Do you think he bench presses paint cans? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I like that pick. Not, not to, I'm trying, I'm not, I'm not intentionally bashing. I don't really arms, care if you are. But I'm give just, me Ben Roethlisberger. Which I've seen later than Kirk Cousins. How he finished? He, he finished just like the number two or three fantasy quarterback last year. You got to you've got to know. That, no, I agree with your pick. I think it's a good pick. He and he's terribly underdrafted at twelve. I, I will say that. Let me interrupt the episode real quick just to tell you about our sponsor for the show, my bookie. If you found one hundred dollars on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course, you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I, Bark, go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. So do the smart thing in 2019. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Join now, and MyBookie will double your first deposit just by using the promo code BACK, B-A-C-K. will activate the offer. You'll get double your first deposit. So MyBookie.com, sponsor of this episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show, double your money, and then bet and double it again. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win you get paid by bookie. Sorry. What you got, Hux? Well, I'm going to go with Cam Newton as my quarterback pick. Arms is favorite. Um, <laughs> Arms just, hates Cam Newton. I just, I mean, even I, the ball blast girls are getting hot on Cam. Yeah. I mean, I just think and you they can don't see like his. Him. I think you can see his best year ever. I mean, he's got his best weapons around him. You're, you're right. Samuel and DJ Moore. I guess they're both are, better than Steve Smith. Are going <laughs> to. I'm sorry. As overall, I'm sorry. I just had a third overall in. offense is the best. Muhammad's great too. Anyways, <laughs> I just I hey, think you know, the talent around really. him is better, and <laughs> I I think a full season out of him, he he could be top three. New hashtag angry hooks. <laughs> He's so mad. 
I, All right, I agree with you 100. percent But his best season's like 3,700 damn yards. I mean, that's just not that the, great. The, he the, runs the whole, for touchdowns. I mean, are, is passing yards all that matters? No, it's, it's but, the whole package. If if that was the case, Lamar Jackson would not be. I would not be grabbing Lamar Jackson everywhere I could. Have and my boy Josh yards. Allen too. I love Josh Allen for the same reason. So 4,051 is his best year. Is it okay? Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Which, was, which was his rookie year. What's, what's, the, running, what's the running yards on that? What do you have? Like 27 to, uh, and he touchdowns. Had, he had 709 rushing yards his rookie year. Yeah, with those that's awful, man. Terrible. Give me Kirk Cousins. Other, other than that? Shoot, man. Um, I hate Randall. Yardage-wise, I mean, that was his best. But <laughs> he had, terrible. He had 35 passing touchdowns in 2015. To go with 10 rushing touchdowns. But other than that, what was the second highest? Like 21? <laughs> 24. Other than that, what's okay. the next best year? No. I mean, how many but years that, do you want me to give? <laughs> Steve, okay, Young. So, Steve Young just sucked. But we're talking living. about... Uh, one year of being truly great. Uh, Fantasy. I just, I'm Fantasy. sorry, but I, I'll take half the guys below him before I'll take Cam Newton. Let someone else waste their pick. Who are you taking? Fitzmagic over him? No. Is that what you're saying? Give me Kyler freaking Murray over him. Oh, wow, you're a Kyler Murray hater. You're you right. Wow. I'm, I don't even like Newton, but the fact that he deserves the fancy recognition, no, I just, rush yards I, and all that. I just... I, Listen, I just the, the his style plays catching up to him. That that's my biggest qualm with Cam is that, his style play catching up with him. Disagree. He he's been banged up. The only qualm with him is his toughness after, and his dress uh, his dressing. That's he it. dresses like a independent sixty year old lady. They're saying that his throwing is better than it's ever been, and I believe it. Okay, you give me the weapons of Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore. I'm a big Ian Thomas fan. Now, there's not a lot of people talking about when, him. When he gets he, his chance, yeah. When he gets his chance, which is going to be soon because Greg Olson, he'll he'll hurt his foot again. He's or made so, a paper mache. Like yeah. Mean, well, no, Greg Olson was At this was, point. At this that's, point. That's, okay. just, that's just a hurricane thing. I mean, osteoporosis has, built, has really worked its way into Greg Olson. <laughs> right. But Cam has more possibilities for passing touchdowns now. And Cam's still going to be Cam. He's still going to take off the dress and run in for a touchdown. <laughs> He's still he's still gonna do it. He's to rip it off to show the S. He's still gonna shed that big old ass sun hat and run in from five <laughs> yards out for a touchdown. It's gonna happen. I like it. Now give me Philip Rivers three rounds later. Is that your well, I mean go, he already said Kirk Cousins, it's not his yeah, name. No. Go, go, go different. <laughs> Philip Rivers is above Kirk Cousins. Go to be different. fair, Rivers gonna take off a couple games for fair. another child birth. You know what I mean? He needs like child number ten. <laughs> no doubt. Give me a different position there, Mrs. Doubtfire. Dude's pull out games too. What about your running back since you skipped that one? Right. No, well, I started we're, that we're, one. We're bouncing around. Oh, did you? Yeah, guys. I started the oh, tight end. That's so. why I don't remember. Oh, okay. Man, for all the talking he does, Hucks, you sure don't pay a damn bit of attention to him. <laughs> no doubt. Um, tight end, OJ Howard. I, I just don't, I, I don't hate it. I I think he can challenge for that, you know, making a, a an elite three or if Ingram He's in the same level as Ingram almost. Yeah, and I right now I do think there's an elite two. I think it's Kelsey and Kittle. I think Ertz is kind of by himself as a second tier, and then it's OJ Howard and uh Evan Ingram as that number three tier. And I think OJ has the talent if he can stay healthy. Uh, with some chemistry built in with uh, Jameis, I think he can get right there, break a thousand yards, ten, twelve touchdowns, and have a, an excellent season. You know, and and we've mentioned this before on the show. There's a ton of targets left with uh with Humphreys leaving. You guys all texting each other? What the hell are you doing? No, <laughs> arms is terrible. Is what we're saying. No, I don't. I I think that's a solid pick. No, I, no, I I really like OJ Howard. 
Um, I didn't get to name my tight end earlier. I went Mark Andrews, kind of a value guy, but I really think Lamar Jackson's going to lean do, on just him. Skip me hooks. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Crime. Sorry, right, I just really want to get my time in today. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> last I saw, I, I, I ran this bitch, and now I'm just getting. I'll right, get, I'm I'm going home. I'll give you some props here. You are home. I'll give you some props here on this hooks. Andrew's coming off the board. <clears throat> excuse me. After uh, Kyle Rudolph and Greg Olson and Trey Burton, Trey Burton so. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Delaney Walker. I mean, he's falling up past And Austin freaking Hooper. Yeah. Right, so, look, I mean, I think Andrews is going to be Lamar Jackson's guy. I'm going to save some face. I agree with you because he would be my tight end. I mean, he could finish five. I think he could finish fifth, sixth in that area. And for where you're getting him drafted, that's tremendous I think value. he's a lock at top ten, man. I, lock top ten. Easily, he's a lock top ten. I'm not going to go fifth or sixth, but I think he's – Eighth, ninth, tenth. I'm, that I'm going to concede Which my close, tight end. Obviously. I'm going to concede my tight end talk time to Hux because I agree with him. I mean, because you got Hunter Henry as the de facto six. Who no is it? He's going to play four games. So no thanks. <laughs> All right, I'm going to bounce it back over to me. Anything else on Mark if Andrews? Because I, I love that pick. So if you have anything to add, I love hearing about that. Some that Mark was an Andrews. arms guy. It was. Yeah, I mean, he'll let you know it every time. Yeah. Nothing but, else but, to add. But, I just think it's a since great we're, value. Since pick. we're playing this game. Pretty sure I turned you on to Darius Leonard. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, n- we you, all have our, we all have our, our guys. You turned me on Darius Leonard after you got a after <laughs> no after the draft. I talked about him a lot before the draft. Did you? Yes. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing some uh, go go look research. it up. <laughs> Cataloging. Go look it up. I bet he's like Leonard Floyd, and I'm like arms. That wasn't Darius Leonard. You said Leonard they, they, Floyd. They are not even the same year. Just saying. <laughs> Not, not even in the same year, but all right. Anyways, so I, I'm going to go way out on a limb with with my next fantasy MVP. You can grab this guy, fifth or sixth round as well, which for a running back, if he turns out to be a top five, is gold. Mr. Big Chest, Antonio Brown, is just really making us all doubt that he's going to play a full season. Trying to something. Pull, something just popped up on about him. I was trying to figure out what that. I'm was. sure it did. It's every it's every eight <laughs> hours something new about Antonio Brown comes out. But Josh Jacobs is going to get one hell of a workload. But if Antonio Brown messes up again, they already said when they were planning on suspending him that the offense was going to run through Josh Jacobs. It'll be running through Josh Jacobs after about week four or five. I'm not saying Antonio Brown will be down and out, but he's going to do something. The only he's going to miss some games due to suspension or team, you know, discipline. Team something's, suspension. <laughs> something's going to happen. Josh Jacobs is going to be he's – he's a fantasy MVP for where he's drafted for me right now. You're getting a guy that could get 75% of the workload. Will. Right I mean, from the rip. Will. Right off the rip. And he's going – Running back 17. I was going to say, Aaron Jones, give me Jacobs. Chris Carson, give me Jacobs. Damian Williams, give me Jacobs. Leonard Fournette, give me Jacobs. Dalvin Cook, give me Jacobs. Uh, Yeah, I'm taking Jacobs over Dalvin Cook. My fantasy league has Josh Jacobs as 19th, and slightly above him is Derrick Henry and Marlon Mack. Obviously, Jacobs. Give me Jacobs. And I'm not saying the Raiders are going to have a great offense, but volume's going to be there for Jacobs. They made him a first round pick. Capital's going to be a part of it. Same thing with Rashad Penny. Just throwing that out there. 
<laughs> sorry. Sorry. Anyhow. Dis- disagreements. Agreements. Arms obviously agrees with me. Oh, Hawks obviously. Um, my only concern with Jacobs is the concern that most of the league has. He's never carried the full, full workload. Here's the thing. He's built to do it. That's that's what I see with it. I, I think he absolutely can do it. And as Cam Newton would say, he's just built. Yeah, the volume's definitely going to be there, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. Especially against week one against the Bengals, too. Oh, yeah. He's they're going to they're gonna just roll them. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so I see what you're talking about with Antonio Brown. He posted on YouTube a recorded phone conversation with John Gruden. Dude is messed up. <laughs> give me <laughs> give me Jacobs all day long. Okay, do, oh, guys, should we play this? I think. Yeah. I honestly yeah, got Because, I mean, hell's breaking at this point. I think we need to do this. We're going to hear about it as, as soon as you guys do. Actually, a little bit before you guys do. I was not expecting this. So, somebody somebody, give me a little bit of A-B talk as I'm queuing this up. Well, <laughs> he's uh, arguably the best wide receiver in football and finds a way to get open okay. despite okay. his size. Um, he's just also a complete moron and okay. can't keep his mouth shut. Okay. Um, everything. There's nothing to hate about his game. Everything to hate about who he is, though. <laughs> and that's so frustrating. It's it's kind of like having Tyreek Hill on your team. You hate hate the person he is. Now ah, you just really like the production he get. How hard are the Steelers just laughing? I know that's that's a, hysterically. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's see if let's see if this cues it up correctly. All right, play an ad. Iggy. Yep. Antonio, coach is on the line. Hey, hey coach. Hello. Yo, what's up, coach? What the hell's going on, man? There's a villain all over the news, man. Is Antonio all right? He didn't behave like this before he started getting this money. There's something wrong with This is with clearly him. edited. Antonio Brown has been an absolute embarrassment. It's a question of me being a Raider. Like, do you guys want me to be a Raider? Please stop this shit. You just play football. How hard is it, man? You're a great football player. Just play football. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm more than a football player, man. I'm a real person. It ain't about the football. I know how to do that. I'll show you guys down the daily. This is my life. Ain't no more games. Okay, so Antonio Brown posted this on YouTube, and I'm sorry that you couldn't just, I'm sorry you couldn't see it, but it was a montage of Antonio Brown swimming in a pool. Like, he made a professionally edited, he had to have hired somebody for this, because this is like a commercial, but the commercial's narration is John Gruden saying, like, man, just play football. This is ridiculous. There's something majorly wrong yeah, with this Yeah, this guy's dude. definitely got some mental issues. Let me, let me ask you this, based on what you heard. Um, 
Wow. Is this Antonio Brown, like, is he trying to put the, he was the the man here? Because to me, what I heard John Gruden say, do you want to be a Raider or not? Yes or no? Yeah. All right? You're a damn good football player. We want you on our team. We brought you here because you're a hard worker, but you're messing it up is basically, and all Antonio Brown can say is like, I'm more than just a football player. Well, yeah, they all everybody in the NFL is more than just a football player, except for Tom Brady. But, <laughs> but, hey, dude, I I urge the three of you here with me and everyone listening go watch this YouTube video Antonio Brown posted because if you didn't think CTE was a possibility before, you will now. Josh Jacobs, 2019 for president. <laughs> Peace signs thrown up. Dude's dude's lost it. Oh yeah, he's lost it. He's he's oh, basically yeah. John Gruden's. Okay, here it is. I'm I'm sorry we inter- interrupted our MVP calls. Gruden's gonna be pissed off after this that he recorded the phone call one and two posted on YouTube with a montage of only Antonio Brown video clips and it and it's new video clips. It's like this is stuff that he probably had a vid- a cameraman come over like, hey man, I'm gonna upload this to YouTube. Record me in the pool. It's crazy. Gruden's going to be pissed tomorrow. I, this this whole thing's going to blow up again. I just feel like he's right now. And listen, as a Raiders fan, I feel like they're trying to move in the right direction. Like they made some just what a lot of people call questionable decisions. Obviously, trading Clo Max is questionable. You know, Amari Cooper, eh, it is what it is. But now Antonio Brown, like you get traded there, you get out of Pittsburgh, which is what you wanted. And man, it's like he's trying to get traded or cut from the Raiders. Yeah, we can't even make it through a full freaking show without Antonio Brown interrupting. Can't make through a full. Uh... So apparently, reports are that John Gruden was truly amused by it and even thought it was awesome of the YouTube video. Are you kidding me? No, that was reported by Chris Mortensen. I'd be upset. <laughs> I, I would be upset. One that you recorded my phone call. I, that that's where it starts with me. I'd that also to. might be a known thing, though. That might be. Oh, John, you cool if I record this? No, for YouTube. No, hear me out. Whenever you've got somebody who has, dude, I, I think back to like uh, what was it Howard Hughes, the eccentric billionaire who, you know, was very reclusive. Like I'm sure he's rec- just. It's CTE. I'm telling you, I agree with you 100%. It's CTE. There's something he's paranoid, and he's probably recording every damn conversation. Man. And that's probably a known thing. Every time someone calls him, you know, he's recorded, you know, his agent who or whoever it was answered the phone probably was like, you know, it's all recorded, right? So so I, I gave listeners the and Twitter followers the opportunity to call in and give us an MVP candidate. Uh, just me, FF, a, a guy I love following. He, he follows us. We follow him. He's always chiming in. Thank you for that. Uh, at just me and a bunch of numbers. I'm sorry. I'm not going to read them all. He says Nick Chubb. I have no problem with that. Andrew Harbaugh, who's, who's been on the show before, great dude. Uh, he says AB with a laughing face, so that kind of fits in perfectly. But, uh, yeah, crazy. Let's uh, let's name an IDP guy for IDP purposes that could be an IDP MVP, and then we'll move on to our game picks. Well, Neil, Neil, go ahead. Well, I'll go for my linebacker always pick, and that's Bobby Wagner. He's old, he's hurt, so he's getting drafted love later. Bobby Wagner. Yeah, it's because he's old and he's always hurt. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just he's not always hurt. I love Bobby Wagner. Once again, like where he's I'm getting dra- where he's getting drafted at, he's gonna put up numbers. I love him to death. He's solid. I can, I'm not gonna try to go on a limb and say anybody else besides him because I trust him. 
Sticking with linebacker, I'm going to go with Roquan Smith. I called it before the season. I think he's going to be a top three linebacker. Well, yeah, he's definitely going to be. But he's, you're also yeah. paying a premium for him. Are you? Because he's getting drafted as linebacker 13. Which is crazy. That's, that's stupidity. I mean, 10th, 12th what? round. Yeah. Is, is he no, really? There's yes. no way. Not in our leagues. Yeah, no, not, not in our not, leagues. Not in our IDP side. In, ID, in IDP, like, people don't want to know what they're doing. He's probably top three linebacker off the board. It, I, don't as, I don't know about As he should three. be. No, 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 no. He'll finish. I, I think he's got, I mean, drafted, drafted his top so, three. So, obviously, I, I've Leonard. I've seen that. So, you see Leonard, you know, Wagner, C.J. Mosley. Van Der Esch. Van Der Esch in the, in the top four, typically. Yeah. But, I mean, Roquan getting Five it, is like what yeah, I see. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, you're right. But Roquan at 13 is disrespectful. I mean. It is. He's he's going to that's be. Wrong. That's wrong. I shut the league down. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> No doubt. Well, why would you? Because you could have drafted him at that point. <laughs> we are one of those idiots that let him drop to 13, right? Yeah, you're one of the idiots that let him drop to 13. What are you doing? Instead of trading yeah. up to get him. Hux, IDP, MVP. Um, my linebacker, I'm, I went Jalen Smith. Ooh, yeah, ah, that's a good one there. I like that, too. Uh, I like Jalen Smith. He's got yeah. his money. He's done. He's done now. I like that. <laughs> hey, there's a reason I didn't go with Mike, uh, Mike Thomas as the uh, wide receiver MVP. Just saying, he got his money. I don't think he's going to do who, quite what he's done. Who you got, Arms? What are, what are you talking I, about? IDP MVP. Oh, you you went Roquan. Roquan didn't you? I'm sorry. Roquan at linebacker. So we, so we got Roquan. We got Jalen. We got uh, Bobby, Bobby Wagner. Uh, I, I'm since you guys went with some big names, even though I think they're all excellent choices. I'm gonna go with the guy that I've been touting all off season. Can anybody guess? Sam Hubbard. No. Hux, the guess. middle the middle linebacker from the Steelers. Nope. Is it Rayquan McMillan? You only get one guess, Harms. God, how much talk time do you need? I'm just, no one's guessing. <laughs> is it a linebacker? It is. Do you got a guess? Five, four, three, Corey Little, two. No. <laughs> Josie Jewell. Okay. Jo- Josie Jewell, you can get him at the end. Nobody would ever At the that. end of draft. <laughs> He's also still running his 40. Well, yeah. That's, that's okay, though. Zach Thomas didn't run a fast 40 either. Josie Jewell. Year two in Denver. Denver lets Brandon Marshall go. They don't draft a rookie. They don't bring a free agent. They take a late-round draft pick from last year out of Iowa named Josie Jewell, plug him into the starting lineup. Telling you right now, Josie Jewell is going to finish as a top 15 linebacker. And it's strictly based off the fact that he's a football player. He's not an athlete. He's a football player like Zach Thomas He's going to be an MVP kind of guy because if you plug him in as your linebacker three, you're going to be happy. Let's go to sits and starts. Unless Antonio Brown interrupts us again. I will, I will toss in Sam Hubbard for the I, price. I do love that. I love Sam Hubbard. I mean, the guy. I literally picked him up in free agency in a 12-team. Uh, yeah. Like yesterday. I, uh, I drafted him probably way too high in the league the other day, but... I was afraid he wouldn't fall. He's a guy I believe in. I believe in Sam Hubbard through and through. I think he finishes as a top 10 defensive end that you can get at uh, DE 30 prices. Yeah. I mean, 30, he, 40. six or eight sacks last year with under uh, 30% snap count, Limited which is ridiculous. Snaps, yeah. So, anyhow, sits and starts. I wish I had a sounder. It's time for game picks for week one. I guess that works. All right. Neil, you could have recorded that. Well, you did record that day. Yeah, Yeah, I can always cut it out. Neil, give me some sits and starts. You don't have to go team by team. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. You can just give me sits and starts, guys you love, guys you don't this week. 
Well, I, I spoke before the game. You're obviously not going to say sit Tyreek Hill, but I don't see him being that great this weekend. He's going to be getting covered by DJ and Ramsey. How about that extension real quick? It's a lot of faith. Tyreek Hill gets a signed an extension. Yeah, that kind of blew my mind. Me too. Yeah, I did. Yeah, there's, got, there's obviously going to be there's scary. something written in that right. There was so got to be. There's, there's a, a cl- lot of guaranteed money in it though. But it's a clause, obviously. First time you smack a bitch, it's over. I hope that's what you said. Bitch a lot. This <laughs> seriously could be in a bitch, Hux. Okay, uh, well, okay, but anyway, if you're like in a you know like in DraftKings format or or actually the super deep wide receiver, you could probably actually afford to sit Hill in this matchup. Because last, uh, I don't know, the game last year, he, he pretty much got dominated for, besides like one pass. And he's getting Ramsey all game long. Exactly, all game long. And so if you're somewhat deep or you see you're getting them as a four to sitting. But I, but I arms, put down Tyreek Hill also. Can you, but sit, I mean, your, it's, can you yeah. sit your stud, though? You can't you sit really your stud. You, you, you normally can't, but it, I, I'm talking, I saw, I'm, I'm prefacing by saying if you have like, say, another guy that can just hit you at 10 to 14, maybe. If you made, if you're deep. Yeah, if, if, it, if it's a ten-team league and you're loaded at receiver, yeah, it's possible. That's what she said. If you're deep, um, I, I can't sit Tyreek even against Jalen. I mean, it, it, if you are sitting Tyreek, it means you got one hell of a start. Uh, three yeah, wide receivers I mean, in front of him. Yeah, Hucks, give me a give me a sit start. Uh, start either or we'll we'll just go around it that way. We'll start with sits. Okay, just sit any position. Any position. That's or you want me to stick said. with wide receiver? No. Okay. Whatever you want to say. Um, I'm going to sit Derrick Henry this week. Same. Uh, just think Cleveland blows them out. Don't. I'm not really sure if Henry sees much action. They get behind. Deion Lewis is going to take over. Well, should take over passing downs. So that's just that going, on that, going on that going on that game script. I think he doesn't doesn't see much action. Oh, like to, to add on to it, the Browns are legitimate and they're healthy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I Browns mean, have a top five defense, I think. I mean, but they had a lot of question mark at linebacker last year because both of them were injured the biggest part of the year. I mean, they've done nothing but improve that defense, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I, I, I'm 100% with you there. Seven to nine. Um, I will go to something goes terribly wrong. They were they 0 go 7 16 9. the year before, right? <laughs> Leave them alone. Um, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna sit David and Joku um, in the same game. The Titans only allowed two uh, touchdowns to tight ends in 2018. Um, that defense, you know, another year under uh, Vrabel as head coach, it's just it's just going to improve. I mean, I think that. I don't know if you can get better than only two uh, touchdowns to tight ends in over year, year over year, but I just don't think this is a game where Njoku shines out. I, I like that too. I am uh, I'm sitting Leonard Fournette, and not just because I'm not a big truther of Leonard <laughs> Fournette, but they play the Chiefs. Even if uh, Jalen shuts down Tyreek Hill, Miko Hardman is a guy that I honestly am starting to think will outperform expectations. Yeah. Sammy Watkins uh, is still there. The Chiefs still have Patty Mahomes. I think Patty Mahomes is going to try to make a statement in week one. And I and I think that Leonard Fournette, he's not a pass-catching back. Jaguars are going to have to throw the ball, which leads me to a start. D.D. Westbrook. Absolute start this week. But sitting Leonard Fournette. You got another sit for me, Neil? Not currently, I do not. Well, hell. Okay, Hux? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with... Go to my quarterbacks here. I'm going to go Matt Stafford. I'm going to sit him this week. Um, honestly, I like Arizona to win the game. I don't see that at all. Um, 
I just think I think Kyler Murray with Kingsbury. I think they're going to want to make a statement. This offense, this offense, we don't know about yet. So, so, I, I just think they're going to come out and try to make a statement, and I think they're going to win the game, and I think I think the whole team steps up. So no garbage time passing. I mean, it for could Stafford. happen, but I just think Stafford. I don't know. I mean, I just, I'd sit him. He was bad last year. Okay. And they want. I mean, it's really going to be interesting to see because the Cardinals are going to probably run one of the fastest paced offenses in the league. Which the Lions is, run one of the slowest paced offenses in the league. It's going to be interesting to see that. How that works out. I just want the Lions to be good. I'm sick of seeing them be trash. Why? <laughs> I agree. I agree. I kind of want to see Lions. Lions have been in the basement for so long. It's like your team I'm we talked about. It's like when it's sick of yeah. it. gets yeah. old. Miami. I just want to see if the Raiders would be good again, damn it. They've had more success in the Dolphins. Hey, and they the, got Antonio Brown now. They might be all right. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> Do they? That's, that's something nice. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, sit Matt Ryan. I mean, in the theory of waiting on quarterback – you should have another quarterback that's, you know, capable. Yeah, this this really isn't about Matt Ryan as much as it is about the Vikings. Um, they, According to ProFootballReference.com, the Vikings only allowed 15 passing touchdowns to quarterbacks last year. 15 in a whole year. That's less than one a game. I mean, what more do you need than to know that, all right, yeah, obviously Hooli is a stud, but he's questionable. He may not play this week based on contract situations. This is more target shares for Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Which is a start of mine. I've got him in almost I think every Calvin, startup I joined this I year. I think Calvin Ridley, I do think he balls out. I'll go ahead and transition into that. I, but the only player on that uh, that offense that balls out to me is going to be Calvin Ridley. And Calvin Ridley's an absolute start this week. Absolutely. I'll throw yeah. that in there. As, as far as one of my sits of the week, uh, Sony Michelle. I, I don't think the Patriots are going to grind out the game against the Steelers. I think this game turns into a shootout. Sony Michelle is not their passing down back. This is not the week for me to be starting Michelle. Just throwing it out there. Don't like Sony Michelle this week. Later on the season, sure. Week two, maybe. Uh, but against the Steelers, I, I think this is going to be one of your top uh, shootout games of the week. I'm, I'm not confident in Sony Michelle. And there's a lot of people wanting to set James White this week, too. And I think he's going to be integral in this, in this game for that very reason where it's going to be a shootout. I mean, the guy does nothing but catch footballs. Why ever sit him? I mean, honestly, because they they run like ten running backs. It, it, I I understand that, but it's, and a fullback. It's so crazy because they have a, a pass catching capable back in Sandy Michelle who caught like two passes last year. It's stupid. Mm. Yeah, just don't like Michelle this week. Let's uh let's move on to some starts. Neil, give us give us one of your top starts of the week. I'll give my Clemson boy Sammy Watkins on this one for the fact that we, for the fact that we talked earlier about how Tyreek Hills going to be getting covered up. I think Sammy will fall right into place there. Yeah, he has a, not the best matchup either, technically, but what well, the Aboye? Is that, yeah. is that it? Yeah. But he'd be the guy I would start, especially for the value, like how much he would cost in, in DK type of leagues and where you get him. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he's my third party receiver this week for sure. Hucks. As you should be. <clears throat> Give me a start. Uh, carry on, Johnson. And that's a good one. Reason being. Uh, Arizona has a bad run defense. Bad, I think. A bad everything defense. <laughs> Actually, their pass defense isn't bad because their run defense is so yeah. horrible. Bad run defense. Um, I think Detroit's just going to want to establish the run. I think he'll – I mean, he could – the only thing I'm worried about is C.J. Anderson taking goal line carries. But I think he still gets twenty, at least 20 touches. 
Um, especially oh, if they yeah. want if they want to win the game, he's going to easily get twenty touches. And, and he's probably their passing down back. Yeah, he's, he's going to get so, some targets. I mean, yeah, he's going to be. I just uh, great matchup. Arms, give us twenty minutes of your first start. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start uh, Mark Ingram, and if you are, let's say, a Melvin Gordon owner, it's a great. Start. I'm not afraid to start Justice Hill. It's I like both of those. It's I Miami. Mean, it's. Yeah, it's anybody it, versus Miami. It's so. Miami. I mean, Miami struggled very mightily against the run all year last year. Until further notice, at least. I mean, we expect Miami to be susceptible to every aspect of every skill position. They're gonna be one and you know, one and fifteen or Easy. whatever. Easy. They're 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 gonna have some rough treading. And, and my thought process on this three is and thirteen. I, obviously, Ingram's going to feast, but Justice Hill, and if you had somebody who, let's say, like I said, Melvin Gordon, and you had to pick up a Justice Hill in free agency, don't be afraid to fire him up against this team. I'm not going to say that every week. Uh, well, okay. I guess it depends on how he develops into the year, but I think uh, both of them will have plenty of fantasy production this week. I think 18-ish touches apiece. It's going to be like... Um... 200-plus yards rushing between them, the three of them, between <laughs> Lamb, Jack, and the running backs. Oh, no doubt about it. <laughs> Close to 300. Lamb, Jack, and the running backs. <laughs> Sounds like a good I definitely think name. Baltimore's going to be able to run the ball, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout like everybody thinks. Nah. I think Miami will hang with them. I don't know about a blowout, but, I mean, I think the Ravens' backs are going to get enough touches to where it's it's going to be hard. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely like the Ingram pick. I think Hill's going to have uh, – I think he's going to play the Alvin Kamara-type role. I don't think it's going to be as prevalent as what Kamara's done, but I think it's going to be fantasy, you know, playable. This team could get up on Miami at the end of the first quarter and run the heck out of the ball. So I love it both ways. Mark Ingram, Justice Hill. Yeah, love them both. And I was actually excited to give my start of the week, at least from the running back position. It's It's not going to be – Super popular, but if you missed out on the top running backs in your draft, but you somehow landed Naheem Hines, love, I th- love him. I, I think the Colts with Jacoby Brissett coming into Week One as the starter, there's some some question marks there. I don't think the Colts are going to get up on the Chargers to where they'll be like Marlon Mack all day. The Chargers, Mike Williams. Hunter Henry's back. We, we're not big fans of Hunter Henry, but we've got to be open to the possibility that he he could be good. Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen. Uh, Austin is going to get a lot more play than he normally does, and mm-hmm. what he does best is catch the ball out of the backfield. Justin Jackson may be okay, but Naheem Hines, the Colts are going to be behind. Naheem Hines is the passing down back, no question about it. I think you could see a Tariq Cohen-like performance. Eight receptions, 60, 70, maybe 80 yards out of Naheem Hines. Wouldn't be shocked at a touchdown. So, Naheem Hines, if I don't have two studs that you just can't sit, Naheem Hines is a great plug-and-play this week. I do agree with that one. Neil? I'm going to go Cooper Cup on this one. He's he's slated to be a lot better this year, according to the, all the beat, beat writers. They, they said he's more improved at his game. Please be healthy all year, though. Yeah, no doubt. Jesus Christ, he's he's good. I see big things coming this game. Probably a shootout. So that's my pick. I just hope he does stay healthy. But we're talking about we're ta- we're talking week one here, obviously. Yeah, so he should make it through this week. Next week, yeah, this week he's, possibly. He's questionable next week. <laughs> Hux? Um, <clears throat> go with uh, I don't know because I, mean, I was going to name a quarterback, but obviously you don't set your studs. Um. 
Shoot, I set Matt Ryan a minute ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I got Matt Ryan as one of my sits also. Um, I like Nick Foles this week. I think you can start him and be happy with it. I don't disagree with that. It's going to be, I mean, he's I mean gonna, they're going to have to throw the ball. Throw yeah. They have Filippo as their offensive coordinator now who loves to pass the ball. And also, I mean, I got D.D. Westbrook as one of my starting wide receivers also. I just, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to throw the ball if they want to win that game. Because Fournette's going to be shut down. I really feel like that team has a. I don't know. I like Fournette this week too. Oh, that's just me. A receiver who can be that what Allen Robinson was at one point. You know that fourteen hundred yard guy. I just don't know <laughs> which it, guy J- it is. Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> yes, Jimmy Smith. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Smith. Smith. Yeah. They've got somebody who, who's going to be a stud. Yeah, you say that. I just don't know which which guy's going to be. Um, my start at running another start running back here is uh, going to be Duke Johnson. Oh, yeah, that's a good one there, boys. There's no scenario that Duke Johnson can't succeed. I mean, the Saints, okay, yeah, they're all right against the run. But, you know, okay, if Houston's behind and they got to pass a lot. It's going to be a high-scoring game anyway, I believe. I don't know if Duke Johnson comes off the field more than 15 plays for the whole damn game. I mean, who's going to push him off the field? Carlos Hyde? Uh, Okay. Well, get to the good sway. Hopkins is going to be... You know, latched up. Then he got fuller. Then he's. I think he's going to see a lot of open space. Yeah. So I. I think it, particularly in PPR, which is what everyone should be playing because we're adults now. Um, Duke's going to feast. He's going to have an, an excellent excellent game. I. It wouldn't surprise me if he was a top five back this week. I hope so. Is it back on me? Yes. I'm excited about this one. Okay, this is a bold prediction. So I. I do believe in the Browns this season. I'm not going to go. Super Bowl talk on them, but I, I think they're a playoff shoe in. I really do. They haven't 100%. won the division yet. To be the man, you got to beat the man. The I, man is a Pittsburgh Steelers. 100% think the Browns are a playoff team this year. That being said, I think the Browns get up on the Titans pretty quickly. I think the excitement in Cleveland, the leadership of Baker Mayfield, and the pieces they've added on that team, I think they're going to get up on the Titans pretty quickly. That being said, I think the Titans are going bold prediction here. Titans are going to yank Mariota. They're going to insert Tannehill. Adam Humphreys is going to have himself a nice PPR game. Because if Tannehill gets in. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, does he tell us to start Tannehill? No. Because no, this no, no, is no. the dumbest call I've ever heard. I'm, I'm about to walk out. <laughs> absolutely not. Because the touchdowns aren't going to be there. But the PPR aspect is going to be there, and I think Adam Humphreys could catch eight balls for 100 yards <laughs> I feel this you. I feel you on that. I just, I was wondering where you are going for a minute there. Not Tannehill's startable. But, but listen, Tannehill's not the worst quarterback in the league. I think you can stream him at certain points if he takes that job from Mariota because, honestly, Tannehill's never had better weapons than Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, and uh, A.J. Brown if he ever gets going. Delaney Walker if he plays. Derrick Henry, I mean, Titans are better than Miami, honestly. So Obviously. if Tannehill gets in, I think Adam Humphreys is a fine play. That being said, the only, I mean, you're not going to be able to start him if you already got a nice, solid starting three at wide receiver. But if your draft went a weird way and you ended up with Humphreys and you're not sure who to start, Humphreys might be worth a go. I like it. I mean, if you've got Julio and he's right before game time, I'm not playing. Yeah, there. I mean, fire up Adam Humphreys. In that situation, there, it's like I need money. Like here you go. They, they should just go ahead and do it. Move I, on. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I mean, he's, he's, he's done nothing but kept his mouth shut and be great. Let's, like, fine. Just pay the guy. Yeah. Let's let's do this. Let's fire up a quarterback real quick. Neil, 
quarterback start? Josh Allen. He's going against Lonely Jets. He pieced him up last year. I think he ran up for over 100 yards last year against him, too. Mm. Solid fantasy starter. I love Josh Allen. Don't yeah. hate that at all. I like, I like the Allen pick. Is that your pick as well, Hux? You go get uh, I don't have Allen. Josh Allen. Well, he's going to pick him, though, because Josh Allen's the man. I do like Josh Allen. Um, I mean, I got Jameis wrote down. I think that's going to be a potential shootout there with 49ers. I like that. Um, that offense with Bruce Arians, I just think they're going to be – I think that could be one of the – Best offenses in the league this year. Yeah, I think Winston's gonna have over three. I think he'll have over three hundred yards easily. Oh yeah, they're gonna need easily. They some, don't. Have, they don't have a running game, so they're gonna need somebody to run the ball to at least set up the pass. Sticking with the same game, Jimmy G. I mean, the Buccaneers were the worst pass defense in the league last year. What changed? What did they get better? Linebacker. That's it. All right, I'm good. Fire up Jimmy G. <laughs> Jimmy G. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to throw Carson Wentz out there this week. Uh, Jay Jaw, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Miles Sanders, if he gets a chance, Darren Sproles is still there. I think Carson Wentz tries to come out, assert himself as still one of the better quarterbacks in the league. The Redskins, like, they stay competitive somehow, some way. They've not been a terrible team. Even with, like, 30 injuries. Even with 30 injuries. But <laughs> I, I do believe that Carson Wentz is going to be a fine start this week at quarterback. Tight end, Neil, let's wrap it up with tight ends. Well, I'm going to say with the, the Lions game, I've been iffy on him lately as much as I loved him. I think Hawkinson might actually get some action in this high-scoring game. So that would be my sleeper as far as the starting. Ducks? I don't really have any sleeper for tight end, but I got – I mean, I think some of them are obvious, but I got Hunter Henry – and, I mean, Mark Andrews, like you I said think, earlier. you think Hunter Henry makes for, through a full game? Just took my guy. I mean, I think Delaney Walker I could do. be, too. Yeah. So, I'm going to go Hunter Henry. Arms? Give me some Noah fan. I mean, the Raiders are bad. I knew it. I knew I mean, he was going to say but, that. Listen, I'm a Raiders fan, and we're not good. And until you know, proven otherwise, I have a feeling that there's going to be some flacco to fan, and I think it's going to be a productive relationship. I'm I'm gonna go Mark Andrews. Huck kind of took mine from me. The Dolphins year in year out, at least in the past. I know it's a different coach, different, different. Uh, they're switching to a three four, I believe. But I still think Mark Andrews burns the Dolphins week one, at least to begin with. They're they're gonna get plenty of Andrews. If there's one thing you can say about a running game being dominant, tight ends usually kind of fall into good games when the running game's going well because. On third down and five, third down and six, you don't hand it to to Mark Ingram. You throw it to Mark Andrews. So I think Mark Andrews becomes a chain mover in this game, and I think you can expect a line of six for 85 in the touchdown out of Mark Andrews. So love Mark Andrews against Miami. And it's about time they don't have like five mid-tier tight ends in uh, Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, it's like they were the mini Colts. The time is now gone. Nick Boyle, Hayden Hurst, uh, Todd Heap. They're they're not going to do much this week. Todd Heap's not in the league, so. But Hayden Hurst, not. <laughs> nah, Shannon nah. Sharp, no Ben Coates. Yeah, I threw a dollar out on Hayden Hurst the other day as a free agent. I'm like, hell, maybe I was wrong maybe, last year. Yeah. Real quick, what about Max Williams in Arizona? He looks like the guy. Him and Charles Clay. A lot of people are saying Max Williams could be they the guy in Arizona. They cut Ricky Seals-Jones. They did. <laughs> the Browns pick him up. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think RSJ was great, but, I mean, 
He's a pass catcher. He, yeah, he was okay for what they see in Williams. Yeah. Is it fantasy startable? No. No, but definitely uh, enough to uh, move on from what they had. Agreed. Anybody else have anything to add? We want to talk about AB anymore. Has he posted a new YouTube video? Probably. Arms, <laughs> do you feel like you didn't get enough talk time this episode? No, you want not to throw really, in some but more? I'm okay. Sure. I'm good. Okay. All right. <laughs> Neil, your, your return to the back row after a small, you know, Walmart hiatus. Uh, yes. Speaking of which, you might know what I'm talking about. Have you ever done the squiggly? No. No? They don't have those meetings anymore at Walmart where you do the W, give me a W, give me an A. They do not. Squiggly. They do not. Then it's about time. All right. Well, hey, Hux, did you feel you got enough talk time on tonight's episode? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, okay. You want to do any DFS, Hux? Oh, yeah. You want to give some DFS picks real quick? or? Um, Yeah, if we got some time, Absolutely. run down some. Uh... Just blast through them. Give, give us your best <clears throat> arms Im- impression and talk fast. Speak fast. <laughs> In red face. hard. All right, I'll just start with the quarterback and go down. Um give you a couple picks and maybe a fade um and some of them are going to be pretty popular picks but we'll just go down uh my favorite quarterback play is kirk cousins he's priced at 5500 he's going to be pretty low owned compared to some guys around him um i like cam newton's matchup um how much is how much is cam cam 6500 yeah and then i I got me cousins over cam sorry and i got nick Foles at 5300 so and i I've been looking around, and the the Jaguars' offense is starting to get pretty trendy for DraftKings this week. There's, I think that that match that that matchup as a whole is going to be pretty popular. They played the Chiefs, right? Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs last year were they had a pretty porous defense. Give me Cam. Oh, so yeah. that the, valid reason, valid reasoning. Cam against the Rams. I mean, I definitely like Cam, but I, ownership wise is why I took Cousins. He's gonna he's probably going to come in under five percent owned. Cam will probably be one of your higher-owned quarterbacks. Especially at that rate. Yeah. Um, and I wrote down, I'm, I'm probably not a popular play, and I'm not technically fading all Chiefs this week, but except for Kelsey. Kelsey will be the only Chief I play this week. Probably because Williams isn't good to start. And I'm, yeah, I'm not starting Williams. Mahomes just – I don't think he's going to pay off his price. Yeah, and That's all it comes down how to. Much, how much is he? Mahomes is 7,200. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was higher than that. And then I'm not playing Tyreek Hill just because of the matchup, and he's seventy. Yeah, that's crazy. Seventy six hundred. Give me Sammy for like three thousand less, probably. I was gonna say <laughs> who, who's comparable in that price range. Um, I mean, you should be able to get it like a Michael Thomas in that price range, or well, a, it, this is just for the main slate Sunday. They play Monday. Okay, got you, got you. Um, you know, guys around Tyreek Hill. You got, I mean, you got Keenan Allen, who's right below him. Give me Keenan Allen. And then, hey, give me Keenan Allen. Keenan not Allen facing a top three cornerback uh, in the league, you know. Um, yeah, Mike Evans is going to be pretty popular just because of the matchup. Right, he's three hundred more in Tyreek Hill. Give me Evans all day. And uh, Odell's the highest price at eighty one. Love the matchup. I'd take him. You know, if I'm going to spend up to seventy six hundred for Tyreek, I'm I'm going to find the extra five hundred to go Odell. And what you can do in your uh, quarterback place, right? Hmm. Um, running back, and two of these are. Obvious popular picks this week. Dalvin at 6,000. He's going to be real popular this week just because the, the buzz around the industry on him is really high. He's he's trending as the top on uh, on Fanshare Sports. His projected ownership is projected to be the top. Um, Chris Carson at 5,700. 
obviously at home, great matchup. Um, and this is just a pivot off. I got Tevin Coleman down at 5K. It might not be a popular play, and that's basically why I put him down. He's going to be low-owned. If anybody goes running back, they're going to go you know, Breda there, who's cheaper than Coleman, but that, he's going to be more popular. you, know, you got to look at the ownership percentages. You try to get some leverage. Um, I like that. I like that. Well, that's what, you, that's what you got to do if everybody's got the same You got people. to. I mean, it, right. And that goes wide receiver box. here. Yeah. I mean, you got to. I mean, to move up in especially large – you know, large field tournaments, those GPPs, you gotta you gotta find those low end guys to move you up the leaderboard. Because I mean if everybody has the same plays, you can't move up. I got a chub. You know what happens when Hux talks DFS? I'll be making a deposit tonight. That's what happens. All right, I'm I'm just over here taking notes. Getting, I already made my deposit this morning. Listen, uh, Hux makes good DFS picks. I mean, especially if we get into golf or basketball, you'll definitely want to hear them. But he gives pretty good NFL picks as well, so he's right up there with Gup's corner. <laughs> hey. will, will be, will be. Give it time. Yeah, I, Huck's, yeah. Huck's corner. Oh, come on now, don't rip off them guys. It's a, it's a good Gup's Gup's corner is a good community over there. I enjoy all they their are. stuff. They are. All um, right. You got any more? I was just gonna go through some receivers real quick. Uh, Chris Godwin's gonna be popular this week, but love his matchup and his price at six two hundred. I'd play him over Mike Evans. Uh, just because of the price, you get them at seventeen hundred cheaper. Um, I like Cooper Cup at fifty seven hundred. That's crazy. I think that could be his lowest price point of the year. Um, and I got both Carolina guys down. Um, I pref- Samuel's probably going to be more popular. He's cheaper. So if you're only going to play one, I'd go DJ Moore. I agree. He's going to score a touchdown this week. Um, See, I'm going to go Samuel. Like, give give me the the money to spend somewhere else. You're not the DFS guy. Sorry, I'm just saying. Well, I mean, and that, that leads me to my stacks. I got a couple team stacks here, and that's that's really what it's about when you're making your lineups. You want to do a team stack. Um, I got the Vikings team stack down. You can with Cousins, Dalvin, you get Thielen and Diggs. Just kind of mix, mix and match there. If you want to get a little different, just do Cousins with Thielen and Diggs. Leave Dalvin out because he's going to be pretty popular. Um. Panthers, you know, just mix and match the receivers with McCaffrey and Cam. Um, the Bucks 49ers game is going to be pretty popular game stack wise. You can run that all the way through with both sides. Um, and then Jaguars run it back with Kelsey. That's about you're, all I got. You're going to make me edit out so many ums. So many ums. <laughs> My bad. Um, 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 that's all I got. We're done. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Good night. Uh, really? You don't say good night until I say barks out. Oh, well, you said see you next time. No, you're wrong. All right, I'll shut my hole. We did a lot of rock talk. Today. We did. We did. Um, um, basically, it doesn't matter what you have to say. Barks out. Good night. Later. Peace. See ya. <laughs> This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review. When you need 
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.